Hey guys, welcome to Sports Impact with Joe and Mac. I hope you guys are having a good day today. Today we're just going to talk about, you know, a little bit of a recap of what took place in the NBA yesterday. So to start out, we only had four games because the day before there were a lot of games. So a lot of these teams playing yesterday were on back-to-backs. So to start out, the first game we had were the Wizards against the Toronto Raptors. Both these teams are fighting to stay in the play-in spot. And the Wizards came out with a big win against Toronto. Bradley Beal struggled yesterday, but... Kuzma and Porzingis both carried the load pretty well. Kuzma having 30 points and Porzingis having 25. This win for Washington now has them tied with Toronto actually for the number 9 seed. Even though Washington is still in number 10 right now. But we'll see how that goes out at the end of the season. Then the second game we had, which is a big game. We had Mavericks versus the Philadelphia 76ers. The NBA's two leading scorers, Joel Embiid and Luka Doncic, faced off. And it's crazy because yesterday... Yesterday's episode, last episode, I mentioned how the Mavericks were 1-5 with Luka and Kyrie playing together. But they got a big win today, or yesterday. Luka and Kyrie combined for 82 points, Luka with 42, Kyrie with 40. They became the first pair of Mavericks teammates to ever both score 40 in one game. And yeah, they got a big win. Uh, the score is 133-126. to 126. Um, Like I said, Dallas needs to work on their defense, but it worked out yesterday for them. They got the win. Philly's big three, they played good, but obviously wasn't enough to win. Embiid at 35 points. Tyrese Maxey showed up late in the game, ending up with 29 points. And James Harden kept his good streak that has been going on with 27 points. Speaking of Harden, I don't know if y'all noticed, but he's averaging around 25 points per game, plus 10 games. I know for James Harden, it seems pretty low, but based on what we've seen from the past couple years, this is the best he's done as far as scoring the basketball. And so, yeah, Dallas got the win, but also it's important to mention Philly did play on a back-to-back, and Embiid is still not 100%. I'm not trying to discredit Dallas or anything, but I'm just saying Phillies are like, man, Philly, what are they doing? Like, they really have been having players shift in and out of their lineup. But anyways, other than uh, Kyrie and Luka, Reggie Bullock also showed up. He had 15 points on five threes. And now Mavericks are uh, past the Clippers since the Clippers lost last night. And now they're the sixth seed, so they don't have to play in a playing game. So overall, Luke and Kyrie, they played great, but they're going to need to find a way to f- pass the round, uh, ball around more, get more players involved. Because other than Reggie, Christian Wood was the only player in doubled figures. And sure, like they still won, but at the same time, I don't know if it's going to be able to work every game. I don't know if they're both going to be able to drop 40 points every game. But they're still learning. They're still figuring out each other. And so, as we saw last night, they're growing and they're improving as they play with each other. So, a third game we had the Spurs against the Pacers. Uh, the Spurs came out with a win. They're on a two-game winning streak. And that doesn't seem like much. But prior to that winning streak, they had lost 16 straight. So, they're finally getting some things going for them. And this this loss for the Pacers, this does not do them any favors. Because now they're three games behind the Washington Wizards for that last play-in spot. And, I mean, I'm going to give the Pacers props anyways because no one really expected them to be this good. When they lost um, Sabonis and Halliburton was traded to the team, people thought they were going to be bottom three in the East. But, I mean, they're the number 12 seed. It's nothing great, but it's not terrible like people expected of them. And also, Benedict Matherin has been a really good player for them. And the final game, which I wanted to talk about a lot, super excited about this. The Warriors beat the Clippers 115-91. to this is a fully helpless, fully healthy Clippers team, or mostly fully healthy, healthy Clippers team. No Zubats still, but um, with Kawhi, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, 
and the Warriors are still missing Steph Curry, Wiggins, and Gary Payton. Going into the third quarter, at halftime, the Warriors were down 11. At the end of the third quarter, the Warriors were up, they were up 15. They outscored the fully healthy Clippers 42-16 to in the third quarter. And if you know anything about the Warriors, you know they're very famous for their third quarter runs. And we saw that again last night. And, y'all, they're the fifth seed now. They're running a four-game win streak. And Steph's coming back Sunday. They're playing the best basketball I've seen in play since the finals. They're finally getting their defense back together. They're finally playing with the energy that I'm used to seeing this team play with. And it's it's about to get really scary for the league. Jordan pulled 34 points, 25 in the second half. 22 of those 25 came in the third quarter, so he single-handedly outscored the whole Clippers team that quarter. Clay, he didn't shoot too efficiently yesterday, but he still had 19 points and 11 rebounds, which is really good for him. Jonathan Kaminga has continued to rise and become a better player increasingly over his career so far. He had 19 points, 7 rebounds, and Draymond had 11 points, 9 rebounds, and 9 assists. So we're talking about the Warriors, how they're on a hot streak. They won their last four. The Clippers have actually lost their last four. Ever since Russell Westbrook has joined the team, they have not won one game. And you're like, you're probably thinking, man, the Clippers, they got what they needed. They needed a facilitator. I don't know what's going on with the Clippers, but they need to figure out soon because now they're the seventh seed. And that means they're in the playing game. And if the season ended today, they played the Minnesota Timberwolves. And this is the same team that kicked them out last year when they faced off in the play-in. Clippers, you guys have one of the most talented teams in the league. I don't really understand what's going on with you guys. You're one of the best coaches in the league. Y'all need to figure it out. And for everyone trying to scapegoat Westbrook, yes, he is a high turnover player. He's not a good shooter. But he is still a former MVP. He's still a pretty good player if given if he's in the right role. And when he was on the Lakers, he was not in a good role. He was not a good fit for that team. Even though the Clippers are 0-4, he is a much better fit on the Clippers than he was on the Lakers. A very disappointing thing that took place in that game last night was Paul George. He only had 11 points. He shot 315 from the field. And yes, a lot of that had to do with the Warriors' defense. Paul George, you're someone who's expected to be the number two guy on a championship-caliber team. In a big game like this, when you're basically tied with the Warriors as far as record, and you shoot 315. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the Clippers. They need to figure out sooner rather than later. They have a really talented roster, and if they lose this year, changes will be made in their, uh, their team, for sure. Because this is the third or four, uh, fourth year that the Clippers have been together, and it's only been disappointment so far. And so, yeah, basically, other than that, just, I think this Warriors team... I think they have a chance at another title. And this is my first time saying this all year because before, even when they'd win, even when they go on streaks, they weren't convincing wins. All the four of these last games have been convincing wins. Against the Timberwolves, they found themselves down 15 in the first quarter. Come back, beat them. Against Portland, they were down 23 at one point. They win the game by double figures, nearly 20 points. And then last night, they found themselves down 12 and they end up winning the game by 24. So, yeah, I mean, the West is about to get really interesting. Like I said in my last episode, a lot of these teams, they all have potential to win, but there are issues with each and every one. And based on how much chemistry the Warriors have when Steph and Wiggins and Gary Payton do come back, I think, I don't know, they're not my favorite. I still have probably Denver in the West just because I'm not going to discount what they've done so far. 
But if, if Steph, when Steph comes back Sunday and Wiggins come back and they start playing like they have last year and continue playing the way they're playing now, then they could they could easily find themselves in another finals. So yeah, that's all I had for you today. Just a recap of last night's basketball events and just some overall discussion on certain teams. And yeah, hope you guys have a good rest of your day. This is Sports Impact with Jovan Mack. Have a great day.